Chapter Thirteen of Pee Wee Harris and Luck. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris and Luck by Percy Keith Fitzhugh. Chapter Thirteen. Hope advances against Snailsdale. Everett Bragan had not exaggerated the prospective gaiety of the Snailsdale house for the very next day the semi-weekly country paper contained among the snailsdale local items the following august will be gay at the snailsdale house every room and both cottages being engaged for the balance of the season mr skimper the genial proprietor expects a bevy of youth and several notables at the weekend among these is the talented pianist klamorodinovich vesiferinsky whose recitals at harmonica hall created such a stir in the metropolis several students of high dome university are also expected to impart the usual college pep into our summer colony chester better known as chesty marshall son of general botchley marshall is also expected chesty is known as the best dancer at west point mr a piler coyne of the banking house of coyne and minter is another expected guest at the popular hotel and will soon be followed by his family which is returning from europe hope still more read this with joy and expectancy bubbling in her heart she felt as pee-wee felt when he was confronted with several desserts she did not know which to choose among all these subjects for conquest already her heart was a little fickle to the two perfectly lovely fellows in favour of the lion of harmonica hall but then again she fancied the arrow-like form of chesty marshall looking like a soldier in a toy noah's ark and the joy of conquering a conqueror was strong within her mr a piler coyne would be out of the game of course but his family coming from europe might contain good material for conquest hope fell back on pee-wee's expedient in a difficult choice and choose them all on friday everett bragan apparently committed to long trousers for good and all arrived in his ford and hope and her mother bade farewell to goodale manor farm poor mrs stillmore seemed quite overcome as she kissed kind old mrs goodale again and again hope is simply going to dance off the nine pounds that she gained here that's what i tell her the good lady whispered but there's no holding her down she always has her own way her father has spoiled her don't you blame the men now said mr goodale cheerily girls will be girls and so will boys as the fellers says and he patted hope on her shoulder in his friendly fatherly way when you get all done cavortin you just make that army fellow get an army stretcher and you have him and that bolsheviki fellow carry you down here and we'll put them nine pound back onto you again now there he said it may be said to hope's credit that she cried a little at leaving as for scout harris he had washed his hands of the fair traitor altogether but he had not washed his face for he came around at his mother's call a great smutch like a comet across his round countenance and submitted himself to the parting handshakes 
he had been putting the finishing touches on his float of which he was now the sole commander and engineer i hope you have just a fine time at the parade walter hope said you leave it to me said Wee coldly and when i see you i'm going to wave if you hear someone shouting to you you'll know who it is girls don't know how to shout said Wee. he certainly ought to have known for he was a specialist in that art End of chapter 13 Recording by John Brandon